Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And this week, Nate is a total downer as we review the 2015 Pixar movie, Inside Out. I will be playing the role of Steven today, kind of feeling meh about this movie while Steven waxes poetically. I think this movie is great and important and has a wonderful moral, and I attempt to defend it to the court of movies on the side. I talk a little bit about Bing Bong. (laughs) And I just get more and more frustrated as Nate refuses to see the light. Watch the happiness fade from Stephen's eyes in about 30 minutes of an episode. All this and more on Movies on the Side. Nate, I'm going to say it right here. This is probably one of my favorite movies. This movie, Inside Out, from Disney Pixar, even... I guess I always had kids. This movie came out in 2015, so I already had two kids. But the phrase I always had kids. Yeah, that's how it feels. <laughs> is parenthood. That's right. Yeah, I've I've always had kids. There is something about this movie that I think it's ambitious. It attempted to anthropomorphize people's emotions, which just on the face of it seems like such a difficult task, but did it so artfully. You know, I've read the Creativity Inc. book. I've talked about that before. I've seen like behind the scenes stuff on Inside Out. And initially, like this idea of we're going to make a movie where feelings and emotions are characters inside this little girl's head, like that pitch was not well received, like inside Pixar, because it was like, that sounds crazy. How could you ever pull this off where it's understandable or even watchable by a kid? And I just think. It's amazing that they pulled it off and that this movie is great. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to put all the cards on the table. Nate, tell me, what are your feelings about this movie? <sighs> I I didn't like that long sigh. I could tell you that. I wasn't crazy about that. I am not super into this movie. For real? Are you just doing that to be contrary? No. Nope, nope, nope. I feel like you are. It is not. This is all an act. It's probably not a top five Pixar movie for me. Oh, you're going to have to explain. Explain. Because I don't, I don't know. I feel like this this is very, obviously, I was going to say it's a very emotionally laden film, but it's, the movie is literally about emotions (laughs) inside people's heads. I just think there's so many genius portrayals that none of us before this movie thought what do emotions like what would emotions look like inside my head mm-hmm. how do they interact with each other and how do they affect me as a person and i feel like this movie gives us a theory that's almost plausible not that there's these little people running inside in our heads but it's like the way that the emotions struggle against each other about who is going to be in control at the moment mm-hmm. and the idea that an idea could be suggested and then takes hold like when they screw in a light bulb and an idea is actually taken by the person i don't know i feel like all those little things are genius okay looks like you got this very good oh, that's, right. oh, look out. that's fear he's really good at keeping riley safe i mean 
It really is. I mean, the the concept is very, very interesting. The way they pull it off with like the control panel and these different, yeah, these different emotion characters with their different colors and like the voices, the the voice acting, Amy Poehler, Mindy Kaling, Bill Hader, Lewis Black, Phyllis Smith, like they are perfect in the in their roles, voice wise. I think if I get all the way to it, I think to myself. This feels like an amazing short story or like um, one of those small Pixar things before a real movie. (laughs) And I like it. Like, I feel like this story could have been told in 15 minutes. And I think I get a little over the course of a whole movie. I think the concept's really cool, but you can really only play into it so long before I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Maybe you can tell me this because apparently you have the heart of the child in this one. And I am the, <laughs> just in this movie. I am the <laughs> frumpy adult. But like, what are some of the most impactful morals to the story or things to learn other than like, oh, hey, my goodness. during puberty, your emotions get out of control and eventually all of your emotions can be helpful tools and and like like can work together and you don't have to like sadness is important and and anger has its place or whatever like teach me about inside out in a way of like what is the like really cool moral hook first of all the premise of the movie if, if someone hasn't seen this you should go watch it it's on disney plus it's a pixar movie you should watch it it's like an hour and 30 minutes and the premise is there's emotions in your head and they're anthropomorphized as characters. And so we kind of jump back and forth between the outside world. And then we jump inside people's heads where the emotions are, you know, running the control panel. And there are things like memories and they are appear as glowing orbs in this movie. And there are things called core memories, which are like the most formative moments. That's fun. That's a fun concept. Yeah. Yeah. The most formative moments of your life become a core memory and they make you who you are. And those core memories also play into these like islands that live in your head of goofball island and friend island and these like big themes that are a part of your life. Right. But the really important ones are over here. I don't want to get too technical, but these are called core memories. Each one came from a super important time in Riley's life. So the girl in the movie, Riley, played by Caitlin Diaz, She and her parents are moving from Minnesota to San Francisco, California. In this economy? In this economy. This is 2015. This is a different time. And that move and the experiences that Riley is having in San Francisco are affecting her because she misses home. She misses her friends. She was into ice hockey. Nobody knows what ice hockey is in San Francisco. It's all this kind of stuff. And so I think... At the crux of this movie is the change from childhood where Riley and most children basically experience a single emotion at a time. They are either happy Mm -hmm. or they are sad. Maybe they're angry, which are the emotions that we see in the head. Like Basically, there's one emotion and the goal is happiness is good. Happiness is the best emotion. So you should try and experience as much happiness as possible and avoid the other emotions. Right. And 
through a course of events, sadness, the emotion inside Riley's head, is trying to play more of a role during this time when Riley has moved and been uprooted. She's 12 years old. And inside of her head is the struggle between joy and sadness because she misses home, misses friends, but she knows she's supposed to be joyful just because that's by default what everyone and maybe what kids feel like. And Riley even says at the end of the movie to her parents, I know you need me or want me to be happy, but I'm not. And so there's this change over the course of the movie that joy is the best emotion. It's what I should feel all the time. Mm. Two, I think the moral of the story is realizing that as you get older, there are actually a combination of emotions and mixed emotions, maybe even contradictory emotions that mean grief, where you can still enjoy certain things about moving and enjoy things that are different, but still be really sad about leaving other things. And those emotions can come together and Riley and all kids grow up and they eventually feel these mixes of emotions and that's okay. And actually it's good to give like space to those emotions rather than trying to shove out the bad ones. Because if you do that, then you just bottle everything up. (laughs) That's not good either. How was that? How was that, Nate? What What do you think of that? So, okay. So you're saying kind of, well, I think I understand that. Let me, let me hit you with this. I feel like I learned that lesson when I was a kid. Really? Which is a good and important lesson. But I feel like that sort of lesson as an adult, when I watched this, I had no children. The, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a fun lesson or it's an important lesson, but I'm not sure if it's a novel lesson, if that makes sense. I think it's a novel portrayal. Yes, it's a novel portrayal, but not a lesson that's like, wow, that really hits me. I think maybe that's what it is. For me, personally, I just feel like the the moral of the story and the telling of the story doesn't feel to me like that prick something inside of me in a way that's like feels important or like inspires me or makes me feel something well and i think for a kid watching this movie it would maybe help them more than adults like if you want to talk about sure you know does this movie teach you something yeah i think it might teach a child something more i think it could teach a lot of adults something too though sure about their emotions and I think there are also moments for adults like when Riley and her parents are at the dinner table and she's Riley is sad and like kind of getting angry. (laughs) You know, we jump into the dad's head. I mean, that's a good funny scene. (laughs) Yeah. For the first time, I think. And seeing like what happens when the emotions in the dad's head, like all agree, like we have to put the foot down. Yes. Like you said, it's a very funny scene, but I think it as a dad watching it, it'll kind of help you see like, hmm. How do I react in heated moments? And is it the best? And you kind of see it play out in the movie. Foot is down. The foot is down. Good job, gentlemen. That could have been a disaster. Well, that was a disaster. Like the way that those emotions kind of talk about, you know, the wife just wanted support. She didn't want the husband to like yell. I think those are valuable lessons for adults as well as like the kid kind of seeing themselves in that scene. I don't know. I think it brings value to everybody. Okay. And now to my next thing. I mean, listen, Inside Out is super creative, super interesting, but here's one of my other nits to pick about it. Uh-huh. I don't feel like the adventure is that interesting. Now, I feel like once joy and sadness go off and they walk through the things and they go to the different islands and they meet uh, Bing Bong. <laughs> 
which I think Bing Bong is cool at the very end. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Bing Bong scene. Maybe no spoilers for Bing Bong, but like, I feel like there's so many things. It's like, yeah, this is f- interesting because it's inside, and there are some like fun, like you know, inside jokes about different parts of like memories and stuff and things getting cleared out. But like, I don't know if I just don't find it that fun like you know mopey sadness going through and joy kind of being like oh sadness is such a downer like let's go through this and so i think i think i don't know it doesn't like it doesn't capture my imagination as much like i think the adventure gives visuals to things that we all feel even as adults like when we talk about memories you know they go to long-term memory storage which are like these stacks of memory balls but they have you have like these two characters like vacuuming up old memories Mm -hmm. and you know it's one of these things where we all feel as adults now like old memories kind of slip out of our minds and it becomes harder and harder to remember and so you kind of have this like visual representation and then they run across like the commercial theme with the song yep the double mint gum or you know whatever and then it's like oh no no we're gonna leave that and it's like this weird feeling of oh not th- we know this is not reality, but man, it sure does feel like it. Like there's this song or right. memory. Sometimes there's no like, yeah, logical reason to what stays forever right. and what things you're like, oh, I should have probably kept that. When Riley doesn't care about a memory, it fades. Fade? Happens to the best of them. Yeah, except for this bad boy. <laughs> this one will never fade. <laughs> Triple that gum. We'll make <gasps> the song from the gum commercial. And so I think there's interesting portrayals throughout. The one scene I will concede I was not crazy about was when they go through like the abstract machine or whatever, and they become like Uh 3D and then 2D objects and then just like Uh lines. I wasn't crazy about that scene. I was like, meh. I felt like the the dream construction is kind of fun. Yeah, that's fun. What do you? We didn't do Rotten Tomatoes, Nate. What do you think critics gave Inside uh, Out? Like ninety-eight percent. You nailed it. Critics gave this movie ninety-eight percent. Congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> this movie that you don't like. Audiences gave it ninety-six percent. Audience actually gave it eighty-nine percent, probably because you went in there and rated it low. I think that's I mean, the reason why. It's not a bad movie. I'm just saying there are so many better Pixar movies. Like, I don't vibe with this one. Like, I don't really. I watched it twice in my life. One when it like first came out and one right. you know, a year or so ago or like after getting Disney Plus. But I don't know. Like, I don't have the desire to watch it again. It's oh. got some funny moments, but then some moments it's like, ah. Oh, can we fast forward through to like something funny or interesting? Well, okay, so I've seen this movie multiple times and I watched scenes from it last night as I was preparing, just scrolling mm-hmm, through. And like, mm-hmm, as I was watching these scenes, I was like, we should see this again with our kids. One, because we're in the middle of a move. And mm, I think the emotions that core memory, maybe some of my kids are feeling right now, like this would be a good way for them to verbalize it like seeing this movie again might actually even if they don't verbalize it will give them a way to think about those emotions yeah and i thought what was super interesting is the director pete doctor i watched the special features about this movie and he basically did this because he noticed in his daughter when she turned 11 you know there's a big change in emotional processing and how you know events affect a child and so he really based this off of that like he had a daughter and i imagine riley is kind of the stand-in and so he i don't know as a dad was really trying to like 
boil it all down. Let's talk about the scene too. If, if you don't want to hear something sad, or if you don't want any spoilers, maybe go and watch it and come back. But Bing Bong, the mm-hmm. elephant character, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. The first time I saw Bing Bong, I wasn't crazy about him. I was like, "Why is this yep. guy here?" Not, I don't like him. Yep. But when he and Joy get trapped in the memory dump, mm-hmm. where memories go to whisk away, this is one of the saddest scenes I think in all of Pixar movies. You can't say that because the movie Up exists. I said one of the most sad moments. I said one. <laughs> oh, I, 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 nice. I know Up. Yana, listen. <laughs> Yana, objection. Read that back. The court stenographer says one of the saddest one ones. One of the saddest So ones. legally, it doesn't have to be the That's most. That's exactly Thank right. You. It is one of the saddest. And seeing these memories was away. One of the other special features I watched was the sound design. And I think you might like this movie better if you just watch the sound design special feature on Disney plus, because they were talking about how in other movies, when someone is making sound effects, you know, recording these sound effects original for the movie, a lot of times they're trying to represent something that's real. And in this movie, it's a lot more difficult because this is inside a girl's head, right? You know, like there's no outside reference for what, a core memory is supposed to sound like or what mm-hmm. a memory being created sounds like. And so they went through a bunch of stuff to do it. It was cool. The core memory is like a combination between a Japanese prayer bell and a violin bow against a piece of glass, like really cool stuff. But one of the ones was memories whisking away, which they tried to get to sound like kind of leaves rustling. We're forgotten. And when you see these memories disappear, I don't know. I feel like I have a visceral reaction to like, oh, I know I have forgotten things that I I don't even know because I have forgotten them. <laughs> like there's memories from my childhood or adolescence that I won't be able to recover. And as you see these little gray memories whisk away and you see Bing Bong and Joy like trying to get out of this place before they're forgotten. I don't know. There's something visceral about that. Does that not hit you? Yeah, but then there's, I mean, yes, like that as a concept is sad, but the way they show it is this horrifying nightmare elephant (laughs) is the thing that's being forgotten. And like, while in general, I have to deal with the mortality of this imaginary elephant, I also think to myself, well, I'm glad Riley doesn't hold on to this nightmare image forever because like, no, that's also, which by the way, I'm not sure how that works in memory because I think sometimes you can see an old toy and it can bring a memory back that maybe wasn't long term long term storage in life. So I doubt that you know if you saw a picture of <laughs> scroll that picture of Bing Bong later in life, if you're Riley, <laughs> you might be able to bring back some memories. Maybe but I just wasn't super sad that this nightmare imagination character was gone. Now, now. <laughs> Yes. If it's the memory of your grandma. I mean, people are not going to whisk And she died when you were five years old. Now, now Pixar, don't be cowards and have the memory <laughs> of a loved one fading from your view. That's, that would I, I'm be just tough. kidding. That's horrifying. That's, that is that terrible. terrible. <laughs> you, yeah, that's terrible. I think, you know, one of the things about memory is sometimes it's hard to separate the event from the picture or video you've seen of the thing. Uh And a lot of times we think we remember an event, 
but we really we remember seeing the picture of the event. The home video. The home video. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think there's something to be said about forgetting the actual thing. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. Maybe I just don't find that that sad. I deal with an ephemeral art form, so maybe things dusting away doesn't bother You're me. You're used much. to it. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah exactly. you've had to become callous to the idea of things disappearing, <laughs> of the slow march and erosion of time. But you are you saying you were not sad when Joy rockets out of that memory dump and Bing Bong whisks away? I think Bing Bong doing his little sacrifice thing of basically being like. Like, it's, I need you to, like, I love Riley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I will sacrifice myself. I mean, obviously, any sort of sacrifice, no matter how nightmarish of a creature, is sad. Like, that <laughs> I don't think he's that much me. of a nightmare creature. The clown thing was the nightmare creature. He is, he is, he is an elephant street urchin. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's pink elephant. He was Riley's imaginary friend or whatever, right? He, or, like, creation. I don't know. He looks like a, a yeah, like a caffeinated elephant anyway so okay so i just want i just want you and the listeners to know that this movie won the academy award for best animated feature film of the year okay just putting that okay. out there just putting that out there okay. i mean going to core memories for a second in this movie were there core memories that were truly like negative things because a part of me i feel like yeah well your core memory could be selfishness or like it was brought upon by you know abandonment and loss or is that not something necessarily pixar wants to be like hey part of what makes you you could be the fact that uh well that's what happens at the end of the movie is a core memory becomes a combination of sadness and joy blend it's It's a blend blend because she's with her parents and yeah i think in a different person if inside out were made in a different kid's head there might be terrible events you know that are made into core memories and i think it speaks to the point and moral of the movie is that those core memories are what shape you as a person. Mm-hmm. And if you forget those core memories or depending on the nature of those core memories, that's what makes different people. And I think there's a sliver of truth to that. Maybe even more than a sliver. There's like a actual piece of pie of truth to, I think basically saying your experiences in your formative years of growing up has a lot to do with who you become later in life. I think that's true. Maybe. We'll have to chew. I have to chew on it a little bit. <laughs> I think that's like common psychology. You know, a lot of stuff that either adults struggle with or even their like positive qualities are formed right. Can we trace in back? Sure. adolescence and childhood. Yeah. yeah. I will say I'm looking at the other animated movies that came out in 2015. Inside Out didn't have a lot of competition. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> there was like Alvin and the I'm Chipmunks. I'm glad that you did that work so I didn't have to see <laughs> it was, what it bit up on. There was Alvin Wait, and the it Chipmunks. beat Alvin and the Chipmunks? Road was that chip, nominated? Road Chip. I don't know. I, should, I need to see who the nominations were. But like the Minions I can. Yeah, I there. cannot believe that Road Chip would be nominated. <laughs> we have Boy in the World, The Good Dinosaur, Hotel Transylvania 2, Inside Out, Minions, The Peanuts Movie, <laughs> The SpongeBob Movie, yeah, it didn't have like great competition. I'll be honest. And then I'm a little, I'm a little sad. Uh, sadness made a little memory of me of of your feelings about this movie, and it is. I just it is don't gone to think. think it's that great. I don't know. In some ways, I feel like my thoughts on Inside Out are maybe too abstract for even a podcast where we talk about it. Because I do have to admit, voice acting stellar, animation style super fun, concept. 
very, very, very creative. Mm -hmm. Interesting, creative. I'm just not sure this hour and a half long ride, Osmosis Jones style, through a person's mind is amazingly fun Mm -hmm. or interesting. I'm glad it was made. I'm glad it exists. It's not my Pixar cup of tea. The Baltimore Magazine critic said, Inside Out may be Pixar's most inventive film yet. Leonard Maltin said, An extraordinary and unprecedented film. Nate Baranowski said, The Nightmare Elephant didn't do it for me. (laughs) There's beauty and care in every scene of this remarkable film. That was Kip Mooney. Is Amy Poehler's character Joy, does she grate you a little bit throughout the movie? I know she's kind of supposed to because she's... Yeah, she's supposed to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she does. Does the character's sadness annoy you at times? Yeah, she does too. And as she's supposed to. That's not... What about that time with Meg when Riley laughed so hard (laughs) milk came out of her nose? Come on. Yeah, that hurt. It felt like fire. Oh, it was... Okay, okay, don't think of that. Let's try something else. Okay. Well, I'm just searching through IMDb looking for a character that I liked all the time. The mom was great. Voiced by Diane Lane. Another national treasure. You know, I think (laughs) anger was funny. I don't think I never. I think anger was good all the time, maybe. Yeah. But I think joy and sadness, as annoying as they might be, yes, they're supposed to be. They're also the characters you follow throughout the whole movie. Yeah, but you learn about your tendencies or like what those emotions do to us and maybe what we think we should be feeling throughout this movie. And that's one of the things that I think people of all ages, kids and adults have to struggle with that idea. Like we have on this side, what we think we should be feeling. And then on the other side, what we are actually feeling. If we could learn to maybe actually voice and understand what we're actually feeling and not live in just like the, this is what I want or hope to feel. Like then we can actually start dealing with the real emotions rather than just trying to fake it all the time and just have a facade of joy up where like all the other emotions are really like running the show inside your head. Like, I think that is a valuable lesson. That's something that even adults need to learn how to do. Yeah, fine. But how are these anthropomorphized emotions feeling other emotions? Like fear gets super happy every once in a while and disgust is proud and anger is not always angry and is smiling. What do you say to that? I don't have a problem with that. Again, mixed emotions are a thing. Like that's the whole point. Like those core memories and like there could be more than one emotion running the board. And sometimes like I, I, don't, I don't see that as some kind of like inconsistent problem with this movie. I don't know. I don't want to hear you bash this movie anymore, Nate. I think you need to go back once once your son is a little older. You okay. need to watch ten this movie years again. From now, sure. Yes. No, yes, not yes, ten yes. years from now. I think seven years from now. Watch this movie with your son. Okay. And I don't know. I, I'd be curious if your feelings change about it. Don't watch it before then. I mean, because you got all these negative emotions right now running your mind as you talk about it. It's truly not negative. It's more to put it in your words. Meh. I don't think I can claim a lock on that word, but okay. Well, let's rate this movie, Nate. Mm, I'll go first. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of on a scale of 
Zero to five. I want to say Bing Bong just because you just hate that character. Core memories? Yeah, sure. We'll do, we'll do zero to five core memories. Mm. Go ahead. I'm going to give Inside Out three and a half core memories. Oh, so that's pretty good. I mean, it's a Pixar movie. It's truly a good movie. My own personal, it's not my favorite, nor in the top five, I understand can be just personal taste, but it is... Pretty fun, but I don't know about pretty fun. It's an important movie for kids and adults who are trying to be understand emotions. Um, and the voice acting is stellar. <laughs> Sounds so excited. It's three and a half. <laughs> so three and a half for me. Three and a half core memories. I'm going to give this movie four and a half. Perfect five. We can do perfect five. I thought about doing a perfect five. I really wanted to give this movie five out of five. Give it. Do it. I mean, it's not perfect. I will say I'm going to give this movie mm-hmm. 4.8 core memories out of five. 4.8. Whoa. I want to give it super high because I do think this is not only a good movie, albeit great movie, but I do think this is one of those rare, important movies that if someone were to watch and actually get maybe... of what the movie is trying to tell you, like that it would be helpful to a person, adult or child or parent. Like, I don't think you have to be a parent for this to help you because we've all been children at one point, except for me. I was born as an adult. But now you're experiencing emotions watching this movie. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I I think it's great. Again, the little abstract chamber, I didn't like that. So that's the minus 0.2 for me. But I think this is a great movie. I think it will stand the test of time. I think when Nate watches this later in life, he will like it a little more. No, I'm not going to say you're going to come around all the way, but I think you'll like it a little more. And I think if people haven't seen it, they should see it. Disney Plus, it's a Pixar movie. It's great. It's funny. I think it tells one of the best stories of Pixar movies, honestly. So that is my feelings about it. Listeners, comment on our Instagram and let Nate know that this is a great movie. At Movies on the Side is our Instagram. You should follow us there and then comment. Let us know what you think. You can also leave the podcast a five-star rating in Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you thought of Inside Out in that. Give us the podcast five stars, but then you can comment whatever you want about the movie. And if you haven't, you can support the show at patreon.com slash movies on the side or write an Apple Podcast and get a bonus episode every week. This week, we discussed my stamp club experience in elementary school my stamp collection so that was fun and as we always say congratulations san francisco you've ruined pizza first the hawaiians and now you that's a good line it's funny (laughs) 